Hello, everybody. Uh, Dr. Rick White. Uh, Rick Wallace here, dropping in on you. Hope everybody's having an unbelievable day. As for me, it has been busy as usual. Uh, I'm excited about a lot of things that are going on, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about something that I think is serious and a conversation that needs to be had uh, real Real, real quickly here, but before I do, do me a favor. Go down in the description box, click on that link for sponsoring a space in the um, Chasing the Ghost book. Uh, that's going to be my 25th book. It's going to be on uh, the quest for black wealth. Um, I'm celebrating my 25th book by re-releasing my first book and also by allowing everyone to sponsor space in the book and pay tribute to someone that means a great deal to them. So do me a favor, go out, click that link and make that, click that link and make that happen. Okay, I've been uh, paying attention to the media uh, after the unfortunate uh, announcement that comedian AJ Johnson had passed away in the circumstances under which his death was discovered. Uh, for those of you who have somehow missed it, uh, from what I gather, sometime earlier in the month, he was discovered uh, unresponsive in a store. I haven't gotten any kind of clarity as far as what store and where he was found, uh, but he was found unresponsive. If I'm not mistaken, AJ is 55 years old, so a year older than me. Um, and, you know, just with everything I've been doing the last couple of years health-wise, I can see how it can happen. Uh, and I have seen uh, so many people in their early to mid-50s leave this place. Uh, it's mad crazy to me, so I am so grateful uh, that I am still among uh, the living uh, with everything that I'm seeing and it definitely taught me not to take life for granted it taught me I wasn't invincible and it taught me uh, just like that I could leave my family behind but it also made me think and that's why I want to talk to you today I sit up and I'm watching you know what's going on in that realm and his widow AJ Johnson's widow is been going on rants I believe on Twitter uh, because she feels like she's getting a lot of fake love uh, because people are saying they are with her and they're going to support uh, but no one is really giving to the GoFundMe account that she has set up uh, to help bury him uh, and there's a couple of things that I noticed about this and I want to talk about these things and I want to talk about them in all sincerity and with respect to uh, the death of AJ and respect to whatever his wife, I mean, uh, a widow, uh, is currently going through because until you're in that situation, uh, I don't think it, it needs to be spoken, you know, spoken on uh, harshly. But I do think we need to talk about the cautionary tale here. And I can speak on it because I got to live to see what you know, to a point to be able to say, okay, what could have been, 
Uh, now, fortunately, my wife and I have always talked about uh, the importance of making sure that she is okay uh, if something happens to me. Um, and of course, she, you know, it's, it's on both ends, but I, I, I'm going to be okay. Uh, I, I, I just want to make sure that she's okay. And the thing is, the first thing is, we have to be more prepared as a people for the unexpected. You know, okay, a kid gets killed. I can see the GoFundMe uh, because the likelihood of a child dying is so unlikely that insurance may not be a wise investment in the short term. But if you get the right policy, it is an investment, long-term investment. And you got to be thinking like that. You got to be thinking of all your money moves. Is it an investment or if is it a liable expenditure? And that is how you literally have to think about everything. If I spend it, am I spending it on something that will depreciate? So then it's a li liability. It's working against my net worth. If it doesn't hold value or appreciate in value, then it is operating against my net worth. And my net worth is how I leverage my power. My net worth is how I maneuver and move and create mobility. My net worth is going to determine the security of my family when I leave this place. So again, and it's kind of funny that I'm reading all this after getting off the phone uh, with my uh, insurance agent. Uh, you know, looking at some new options and stuff. And, and the thing is, what, I, what, what I'm saying is, I don't care where you're at. Like, the thing is, one thing I told my wife, uh, probably about three or four years ago, when things uh, were starting to turn, I say, okay, things are about to turn, but this is also going to be an opportunity to grow the business and to evolve out of where we're at to the next level. You know, there are a lot of things in life that I've gotten to experience that my wife hasn't. And so my goal is to make sure she experiences all that, but at the same time, not doing it in a way that puts us in a bind. So, and you know, man, I need this. And so the thing is, you know, getting her to buy into some of this stuff may need to wait. And she's done an unbelievable job. And like I said, you know, uh, there have been some things we've been blessed enough to experience and, and, and enjoy. But the thing, the, the life and the access and the things I want to do for her are exceptional and extraordinary. I want to be able to have her experience some of the things that I've experienced in life to be able to know what that feels like. And, you know, and then maybe after a while, settle back in and focus. But, but right now, I told her, give me four years to get things where we're going, to get everything lined up, to put all the things into place. And then whatever happens at that point to me, happens we had this discussion literally like three days ago i don't want something to happen to me and you're scrambling so here's what you're going to do and the thing is you, you it's while i'm saying it's important to have insurance policies because not only does it cover the cost of burial and all of that stuff that goes in it can also be a starting point uh, if it's done right and if it's significant enough for the family member that's the surviving family member to invest in something that produces uh, ongoing revenue, uh, an income annuity or 
some other type of thing. You know, I mean, it's so much to go on. I talk about all this stuff. I talk about uh, investing in passive, passively managed mutual funds like the Vanguard S&P 500, which I think is one of the most dopest things, something that produces an annual compounded income growth. Uh, to where over time it just simply supports and grows itself. It's extremely important. But what you have to also understand is that can be a bunch of different variables, you know, where um, insurance policies don't pay out. Like, for instance, certain policies I had because of the heart attack that I got after the heart attack, if, if something happens to me before the second anniversary of the heart attack, uh, it'll only pay out uh, 110% of what I put into it. But if I make it to the heart attack, full amount paid, uh, can never be canceled. And as long as something fishy ain't going on, like somebody poisoned me or something, it's, it, it should pay out. But what you should also be doing is creating income, screen, income streams and mechanisms. Like for instance, if nothing else, uh, you should have exit plans for your business. If you're a business owner, you should have exit plans for your business. If you don't have an exit strategy for your business, you're just a glorified employee that works for himself. The exit plan is always your leverage plan for capital. Your exit plan is also the way that you capitalize on stepping out of something you no longer want to deal with. And you should always have an exit strategy. Uh, leaving your business business to die is not an exit strategy. It's, it's a failure. The business is viable. That should be some value that you take away with you and the value you leave with whoever you leave it with. And so those are those things. But also the mindset that we have as people who are functioning from a place of poverty. And I hate to say this, you know, someone uh, made, made a post about with all the millions that this person made, the fact is, it's absolutely ridiculous that this person, that uh, you know, the family is having to start a GoFundMe. Well, I haven't done the research yet because I, you know, I've made up my mind if I want to do the research yet, but I haven't done the research to determine exactly what's going on. But I can't remember uh, AJ being in any type of thing of any significance since I think Players Club. I think Players Club was after Friday. And so Players Club was probably the last thing I think. I know he was in, I got the hookup back in the day. Uh, he was in Friday, he was in um, Players Club. But you gotta understand, in each of those roles, he wasn't a major player in those roles. So I can't say that he made a lot of money in them. You know, maybe six figures, but definitely not seven. So the idea that he's made millions is probably not accurate. I don't know what he invested in and what he did, but if his wife is actually sitting up and asking for help to bury him, the thing, I doubt that he did the things that needed to be done with what he did earn. Uh, this is not a judgment thing. I'm not getting on nobody because we all have a learning curve. I'm just sitting up saying, I doubt if that was there. You know, the ass assumption of this person having made millions of dollars, I think is a little inflated and exaggerated and I could be wrong if I'm wrong if I'm wrong I, I stand corrected and I have no problem those who follow me know uh, I have no problem uh, publishing retractions for misstatements or misassumptions I try not to assume and so I'm just saying based off of what 
I can sit up and assess from what I know about his career. You know, he's done a lot of stand-up since then. Uh, but unless you're a big name, that stand-up isn't paying kind of money that's going to make you seven figures and you rolling. Uh, you probably can keep the family fed and everything like that, but that's just it. Something happens to you and the family's in trouble. And I think that may what have been may may have been what was happening. Uh, there's got to be an understanding within the family of how money flows in the family, so that if something ever goes wrong, that you know the least the family should have to worry about is how they're going to put you away. Now to the thinking of how we think. Uh, she's upset because she hasn't gotten the twenty thousand that she's requesting on. Uh, GoFundMe. Well, I don't think twenty thousand is a lot to raise for someone that you know uh, has the awareness. You know, isn't all the, the the posts that were going out when it happened? You would think that okay, that's you know that shouldn't be a big deal, but it doesn't take that to bury someone. We put way too much money off into things that actually have no value. And, you know, weddings and funerals, we overspend in and we struggle in every other way. We invest way too, I know people that have, that were paying, still paying for their marriage and they were divorced because they invested everything in the one day and didn't invest anything in building the actual marriage. They invested in the wedding with very little in the marriage. And that's something that you gotta be keenly cognizant of, of, of doing that. And so my 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 uh thing is every family needs to sit down and you need to have a conversation. And then you need to make up in your mind what are you gonna do about it? And you need to start taking action. Now this isn't negotiable. This isn't one of those, well, as soon as I get a little money. No, you need to at least have $10,000 set aside, and you need to make sure it's understand what's needed done. Like I've already told Mary, don't do no funeral, don't embalm, don't buy no casket, cremate me, and do whatever you want to with the ashes. Because at that time, I've transitioned. I'm out of that vessel. I'm no longer in that vessel. And that is, you know, the bottom line. I, I am not trying uh, or wanting my family spending thousands upon thousands of dollars for no home going. Look, get a picture of me, put it up in the front of the building, and those who really care will come and talk about all the things that I did to change lives. No sad songs singing, none of that flower stuff. Have people laughing, have people reminiscing. That's what I would love to see with me. Uh, I don't want no arguing plan at all. I want nothing but positive, upbeat stuff happening. That's what I want it to be. I don't want my my transitioning to be a son. I want my trans transitioning to be a celebration of me fulfilling my purpose on this planet. That's it. 
All right, back to back to what I'm saying. So I've already said that to my wife, and my wife is the big celebratory type, so she ain't liking it. But I put my foot down, and that's it. And I'm haunting everybody if they spend more than a couple of thousand tops to get it done. Whatever it is, it ain't got to be no pretty urn. It's an ash. It's ash. Now, I said all that to say this. Look. One of the ways that we can put a dent in this wealth gap is by not leaving our families in the same or worse condition than we found them. And that means making wise decisions that transcend or extend beyond our time here. We are very selfish and how we think and how we move. What I mean by that is, nobody's thinking about what's gonna happen when they're dead because they're gonna be dead. So they're not thinking about it, they're not caring about it because it's not gonna impact them. That's some selfish stuff and it is really truly trifling. We've gotta do better. And so my thing is, we need to literally start a movement of getting ourselves prepared and I know that with a heart attack, I can get a policy that will cover my family. Um, and then, I mean, have plans. Like, for instance, you know, have plans. I'm not going to talk my business, but there are a lot of things you can do. Like, for instance, if you want a substantial plan and you want to hold it down, if you can sit up and if you can sit up and actually get a term life and you can get term life from anywhere from 10 um, um, 10 to uh, 10 years to 40 years uh, and I know a lot of this actually uh, might shock a lot of people but I used to actually well, probably not I ain't too much having to have a series 6 and series 7 uh, license at one point but you can get a term policy now a term policy is the least expensive policy you can get and the reason being is that it expires so if you live past it they don't have to pay out anything and it may or may not have any cash value to it so it's a definite definite win for the insurance company in most instances um and um you know not as much not as much of a guaranteed win on the life side of it. Now, if something would happen to you, it's real good for your family. But what I can tell you is, even in a situation where somebody like me, where you got bad health conditions, a lot of that's for us, for is, is a situation with blacks. There are companies that will take you, but and they will put a stipulation rider in it that will simply say that if you die within the first two years of the policy, uh, because of health reasons, uh, the policy will only pay out X, X, Y, Z, whatever that is. And it's different with each company and each policy. But, you know, it may pay out 100% of what's paid in. It may pay out uh, 100 plus, maybe like 110% of what's in. But it won't pay the full value of the policy uh, because you died of health reasons. So what they're doing is they're making sure you, you didn't know you were going to die and get the policy. So if you live two years beyond it, then they'll pay out full price. But if you get an accident or somebody murders you or something like that, you'll get the full policy. But here's the thing, what you can do with a term life policy. 
term life gives you, say, let's take you take the shortest term. You take 10 years. 10 years on a term life policy gives you 10 years to get your financial situation in order. It gives you 10 years to create other mechanisms of revenue and, and, and to uh, accumulate assets that will allow you to sit up and live to where you don't even actually need a quote unquote life insurance policy. Your assets are your policy. Your assets will cover not only your burial expenses, but the lifestyle of your family for years to come. So 10 years is enough time to actually set that thing in motion and to get it caught up. So, uh, and the reason I say term is because for some, for, especially for people with health issues, to get a substantial policy that will really hold your family down for a number of years after you're gone, uh, a term policy will allow you to get that at a very for, affordable premium. And again, you know, it comes with obvious setbacks, like, you know, it will expire. And, you know, if something goes wrong to where you, you know, something else happens to you, it might be harder to get insured, but you have to have a plan in place. Of course, whole life is great because whole life means that you're insured for the entire length of your life. Policy is, uh, policy premiums are normally locked in. Sometimes there may be a graduating effect. And in some instances it may even lower, but the thing is, uh, it covers you and you're always covered. Uh, and there are other, you know, in between uh, points. But the idea is to find the thing that's best for you and work with it. I like term life for people who are trying to get themselves in order because it makes sure everything's okay for a period of time, giving you enough time to actually get your finances in order and start to do things the right way and you won't need it. But with that being said, I'm gonna get ready to get out of here. I gotta try to find some things for my family. Um, and do some things. But anyway, that's that. Don't forget, do me that favor, go to that box, click that link, sponsor some space in that book, and I will contact you personally to get you a paragraph that you want to contribute, uh, that you want uh, published to um, commemorate whoever you want to commemorate. Uh, so do that. On that note, I'm out of here.